welcome to Badly Written Boy, a reciting of my teenage years and my 20s, now as a 40-something. How do I remember all these things? I wrote it all down in a diary. Badly. Enduring with me on this retrospective, cringeworthy experience is my wife, who has never read my diaries. Welcome everyone, episode three of Badly Written Boy. We are entering 1996, as stated in the last episode. Can you please say that in a Geordie accent? Welcome to episode three. Like the Big Brother styles. Yes. Welcome to episode three of Badly Written Boy. (laughs) My name is Mark Jackson and here is Jessica Jackson. That's so much better. (laughs) You shouldn't do everything like that. So hang on, before we get into 1996, let's just remember that 1995 was the year that you discovered girls. Yes. Two girls in particular. You didn't get your thrills, though. I didn't get my thrills. There were no thrills had last year. But I did educate the public on how the lottery works. You did. That was a very, very very good public service announcement that happened. And you also bought some excellent presents last year. I did, yeah. Very thoughtful. Your sister did not buy excellent presents. No, I believe she ate half of them. She did eat them. I feel like you were the best present buyer in your family in 1995. And we're actually getting the dregs of 1995 as a part of this diary because we finished the last one early. And 1996 diary starts on the 27th of December. It says, welcome back. And then I've got in quotations, well, I didn't get the thing of my dreams for Christmas, but money doesn't grow on trees. And it's got a picture of a PlayStation. Is that a PlayStation 1 or a PlayStation 2? PlayStation 1. Oh, that is old. Okay. Old school. It is 96. Well, I forget how old we are sometimes. Okay, there's a lot more content for this year, so I'm just going to rattle through. And if something's funny, we'll pause and laugh at me. Okay. <laughs> Today was the first time we met Melvin, Leslie, Ruth and Matthew over Christmas. First, um, sad you've reverted back to her usual name rather than Aunt Picky. Oh, what you were calling her? What was it you were calling her? Oink Leslie. Oink Leslie, that was right. Get it right. Oh. We went to Toys R Us first. What was the theme tune? Uh, they didn't, they just, no, just sang Toys R Us. It's called Toys R Us, Toys R Us, Toys R Us. But it's like there's a bit before it. There's ginger and it all over the place. It's called Toys R Us, Toys R Us, Toys R Us. I remember the jingle at the end, but nothing else. No, there's millions and Jeffrey all under one roof, that's it. Because Jeffrey was the giraffe. There's millions and Jeffrey all under one roof. It's called Toys R Us, Toys R Us, Toys R Us. I feel like they just threw Jeffrey in as a random mascot. We went to see Babe at the cinema, but the seats were packed. I also wasted £1.65 on a drink before Mum said we could not get in. What a bummer. So I went to a cinema just to buy a drink to not see a film. That is mental. That's crap. Why would you go to the candy bar, though, before you got the tickets? It was probably the Odeon in the city, and they had separate ticket counters at that point from... Yeah, but you always go to get your ticket first. You do. That's a really backwards way. I mean, you yes. do have a sugar addiction. Sugar addiction. So ran, probably ran to the, probably. Sugar, the candy bar. Probably. You just bar. saw it and were just immediately yep. distracted. Pushed people over yes. just to get to the candy bar. Yes. And paid, I mean, £1.65 is a, like, even by cinema prices, that is extortionate for 1996. December the 30th. You would have thought Saturday being one of the busiest days of the week. Oh my God, busiest, spelled B-I-Z-Z-E-S-T. I'm offended by that. <laughs> right, this is going to be your new theme throughout the, throughout the last book. It was, today is a Monday, today is a Tuesday, 
Today is Wednesday. Today is Sunday, the first day of the week. This book is going to be all, oh, I expected I would write more on this page, but I've only written 26 lines. That's my prediction for you this reckon? book. Yeah, that's going to be... It's, we've been, we're in three days in, and you've already written it twice. Anyway, today was not the biz- busiest. I've spelled busiest the Busy. same way. What, what, what? It's like a cool biz. I'm in the biz. <laughs> Uh, I've been feeling sort of depressed lately, uh, and I don't want to sleep at Granny's for New Year's Eve anymore. Strange, isn't it? I might change my mind, but I will need some persuasion. That's is spelled persuasion, which is my <laughs> official new way of saying persuasion. <laughs> Hello, could I possibly persuade you? <laughs> Oh, I'm too, too busy. Too calm and stay over at my house tonight. I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm versed in the art of persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Today was the last day of 1995. That's a shocker. December the 31st. Tonight I'm going to stay up until 12. It's unfair because Philip, Philip gets to stay up until 12 on purpose. And then in PS, I'm sleeping at Granny's tonight. I'm pretty sure I already clarified that. No, because you weren't sure if you were going to be persuaded. Persuasion. <laughs> persuaded to go. You I would just have needed some persuasion. Realised there is uh, there's a, a flip book in the top corner of this diary. Look, if you flick through the pages, there's uh, an exploding bomb. First of January, nineteen ninety six. Happy New Year. Can I just say your handwriting has improved significantly between this year and last year? It has. Yeah. And there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot more content. You still can't read for shit. No. But your handwriting has improved. Yeah. Um, twice as much content, which means we have twice as much shit to wade through. Michelle was being a right piggish bitch. <laughs> She's so She mean. ate half a box of mum's roses uh, and she basically is making my life awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so brutal. Uh, sorry, Michelle. Unfortunately, today was my last day off and it was well spent. In the morning, we went to the bank. You do like your money. And then off to the Metro Centre so I could get my late birthday treat, which was go and see a movie. There were so many things on, but I chose Ace Ventura and it was great. The funniest part was when Jim Carrey, a.k.a. Ace Ventura, was inside a mechanical rhino and he was getting hot. So he took off all his clothes and he was running out of air. So he squeezed out of the rhino's butt. That is a good part. That's a good scene. Yeah. And it looked like it was having a baby. Some tourists watched, but then they got a shock. Today was okay, considering it's the first day of school after Christmas. Kate keeps going, hi, Mark. Does she? What a tease. Oh, my goodness. She's so into you, clearly. But I don't know why. Maybe she likes me. Or maybe it's just for a laugh. I don't know. (laughs) Stringing me on. In geography, our class got in trouble because loads of boys, not me, were shouting and making funny noises. Went in and out of the classroom three times and Mr. Willie said he'll be with us a long while. Oh no, he's got really bad breath and he's really crabby. And then there's a diagram of Mr. Willis with his bad breath and it says Mr. Willis is a smelly OAP. <laughs> Lee asked him, Mr. Stewart, can you whatever? And Mr. Willis said, if you don't call me by Mr. Willis, I'm going to knock your block off. Wow. That is... I reckon he must have been an older sort of substitute teacher. Yeah. You've got so many drawings in this. There are a few. Uh, today was quite good, but English was very boring. It was good because we had DT and we were in Softco. 
were with Mrs. Johnson. She is normally a pain in the neck, but today she was quite good. We designed a hat for ourselves. Kate only said hi, Mark, once. <laughs> You're obsessed. I'm along. I was going to say, at some point in this diary, we're going to turn a page and there's going to be like... A, a list. Yeah, a list of the times that she said it. Maybe because she only noticed me once. Obviously. Like, she didn't do it on purpose, did she? Right. If she saw you twice, she would say hi, Mark, twice, wouldn't she? Am I on the verge of thrills? I, th- I think you might be. Maybe not today because there's only one. Yesterday, it was... She kept going. Persistent hellowing. Pers- persistent high marking yesterday. I mean, there's two exclamation marks after the high mark, so it must mm. have been like an encouraging yeah. high mark. Wayne was being a right pain. He kept on making fun of me and throwing mud at me, so I punched him loads. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to affect him because of his flab, the fat bastard. You are horrible! <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, if he's throwing stuff at you, you're allowed to punch him. That's okay. Today was such a bitch to me. You just are very, I feel like this is very typical of a boy your age, but you are very like the world hates me, the world is against me in this book. How old am I? 1996? I've been 14. Yeah, 14. In the morning at school, I was playing football and I accidentally... I assume you mean to say trip, but it says triped, which I'm enjoying. Triped somebody over whilst going for the ball, and unfortunately it was Walker. I said sorry and that a free kick would be awarded. Unfortunately, the apology was not taken, and with anger he swinged a punch, and I ducked. Second time lucky, he punched me in the jaw. It wasn't that hard, but it hurt. I knew I would lose my prefect privilege if I reacted, so I had to resist the anger. (gasps) I can just see that's really hard. That's restraint. Yeah, especially if you actually got punched. Which, of course, made me look absolutely stupid, and everybody now probably thinks I'm the softest thing on legs. Walker, that uncontrolled son of a bitch. I am loving the abuse that is happening. I think every single day you've called somebody a name. More abuse. Oh my goodness. I didn't bring my footy kit, so I missed training and I didn't want to do it anyway as Walker is on the team. It's like I don't want to be in a 200 mile radius of him. Kate said, hi, Mark, yet again, which was growing a little thin. So I asked her why she was saying this. She said it was just to bug me, but that seemed like a weak excuse. Day one, Kate's saying hi, Mark, all the time. It's great. I'm so excited. Day two, Kate only said hi, Mark, once. I wonder why she's doing it. Maybe she likes me. Maybe she doesn't like me. Day three, Kate said hi, Mark, again. I'm so bored of it. So I asked her why. And she gave me a weak excuse. Not sure what I'm expecting. Uh, I'm loving the Kate drama. This is so good. Today I had an hour and a half of bubble bath and it was very refreshing. But you have bath still. No, I can't fit in bathtubs anymore. Not because I'm massive. <laughs> the bathtubs here are ridiculous. Tiny. But I think you're just a very wide man, I think. Yeah, but I should, like an adult should be able to fit in a bathtub. Yeah, but did you fit in bathtubs in the UK? Yeah, I did. Well, these are tiny baths. Today I had football training, but at the end, Rob, the coach and the caretaker, told five people, including me, not to go to footy training again because it was far too crowded on the pitch and need to make way for the sixth years, see which ones would make the team. <gasps> that is so mean. Shunned. Just, but it, like, it wasn't even a proper cut. It was just like, thanks for coming, don't bother coming again. I wasn't angry with Rob. It was only my second time anyway, and I've got many other skills to concentrate on. Skills. Not that I'm a top-class footballer. Today I went into town and got some plastic folders from Stationery Box. You and Stationery Box. Oh, stationery. 
in my element. I mean, if you were actually an organised person, I could understand it, but you are probably the least organised person I've ever met in my life. Not with stationery. Yeah, but you don't organise anything with it. You just seem to buy it and collect it. Yeah, but do you Maybe this it? is the beginning of your hoarding phase. Do you not remember at school, like, at the start of the school year, you would have, like, a pencil case with absolutely everything in it. It would all be, like, perfect condition. It looked excellent. And then by the end of the year, you'd last half of it. People had borrowed but it. But why are you buying plastic folders? I don't know. Oh, it's so... Oh, here we go. This makes sense. So I can put my comics in them. After all, they will be worth a lot in the future. Are they? Did that work out for you? It did. I've since sold them. For how much? I can't remember. Was it a lot? Not as much as I was hoping. No. So I Did I it hoarded, contribute to our lifestyle? I hoarded for how many years? <laughs> <laughs> for 27 20, years. Yes, yeah, seven years. And probably made £100, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Is that a good return on investment? I regret selling them. Do you actually... I regret selling all of the stuff that I sold before I left. Oh my god, you are a well, true hoarder. I I could if we could have like kept a hold of it. Like there's no. I don't want with it. Like just put it in display cabinets and stuff. Why? What display cabinets? Where? Why am I going to display five hundred magazines? Oh, I don't know. A library. <laughs> no, I'm in a library of magazines. I'm very <laughs> glad that you sold them. I wish you'd sold more. In town, I also got another small portion of Lego. There were many items new to 1996, and the one I got was a neat police car. Neat. <laughs> and a police motorbike. Oh, here, we've got another code again. So remember, the code from last year was the code to reveal who your secret crushes were. Yep. So hopefully, 15th of January... That's where we need to come back to, where we see diary codes. All right, let's keep the ribbon in there and refer so back to it, when, it is. Uh, okay. when all shall be revealed. Gemma D, swapped the class, gave out a load of sweets for the class, and I got loads. You call her a mean name, and look at her giving you gifts. Yep. Hush. Today, I went to the Lane Art Gallery uh, with the class, and it was okay. The only thing I was really interested in was the weapons. They didn't have many anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see weapons. In the gallery, we went into the small room uh, and two people showed us how they used to make chainmail. When the lady person bent down to take off the man's shin guards off, everyone looked down the lady's loose shirt. Oh, no. Which was see-through anyway, and everyone giggled, trying not to burst out with laughter after seeing the lady's boobs. <laughs> In the highlight of, like, a 14-year-old boy's life. Yeah, yeah. Best day of the year so far. January 18th. Today was okay because at lunchtime I did fully training and I asked Rob if I could go in goal and he said it was okay. I didn't play very well and led in three. So Rob... <laughs> oh, Rob took you so... out and chucked you off the team again. Yeah. yeah. No. So Rob let me come out and I played right back with Craig Wilson, which was much better than being in goal. By the end of the day, I was totally exhausted. Kate told me <gasps> to tell Richard that he was dumped from her. Oh, what? Hang on, hang on. So Kate dumped Richard, but she did it through you. Yeah. And she hasn't said hi to you for like 10 days. Nope. Okay, please read on. I'm excited. I'm sick of being the message boy, and especially when I've got to say something I don't want to, 
Mm. What do you mean you don't Cryptic. want it? I thought you'd be excited about that because you'd just be like, I'm so sorry, Richard, but you're not dating Kate anymore. Then Kate's on the market. Uh, Mr. Trick, my first brass lesson of the year was today. How have you gone from that juicy piece of gossip to brass? I don't know. I might have to oil my valves. Oh, please, don't be gross. I'm pretty sure I said that last time. You did. You know, once in high school, I joined a girl band and we wrote a song. And I think if we'd released it in the 90s, it could have, like, been a Spice Girls song. Yeah, like, for real? For real. Can you remember how it went? I can remember how it went. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Go on, then. Okay, it starts with... Oh, baby, do you know what I know? Oh, baby, do you see what I see? Oh, baby, do you go where I go? Come on and please tell me. Come on and please tell me. Baby, don't leave me alone. Just call me on the telephone. Don't shut that door. I want some more. Oh, baby, now. Oh, baby, please call me on my telephone. Yeah, call me on my telephone. Yeah, now that you're gone, I really need someone, someone, someone. I'm really missing you. Oh, baby, now I'm really missing you. Oh, baby. And then it just goes round. How good is that, though, for a 90s song? Number one. That's it. First ever recording. This morning I did my history homework before I was supposedly going to school. And when I found out I wasn't going to school, I gave my book to Philip so he could give it to Raymond to take to school and hand in. Raymond is either my first or second best friend. He's really nice and I'm beginning to think he's a better friend than Lee. But then again, how can I think of that when we've been friends for three and a half years? I feel like this is very unfair. On who? On anyone. Like, can you have a first and second best friend? Do you not just have like a group of best friends? Well, I don't know. How did you used to get it? I guess I always had a first best friend. Okay, we'll just ignore that. <laughs> Today I went back to school after two days of school and from what I heard, I missed the funniest day of the eighth year. Lee said, apparently, Chris has had diarrhoea and he crapped himself. <gasps> no. Oh my God. Year eight, 14, poochy pants in school. <laughs> What is it about people pooping themselves that is so funny? Because it's obviously not his fault. He's obviously not thought it was hilarious to crap his pants. Like, he would have tried everything to hold it. I don't know if I go into any detail the next day, but I remember hearing about what they actually did. So it was the end of PE. All the boys were in the locker room. And so that's where Chris Elvins had his diarrhoea. Uh, he's taken his underwear full of the diarrhoea off. <gasps> and then... One of the guys has picked up his undies <gasps> and started like swinging it around the changing room, oh, sending bits of the diarrhea no. splattering off the wall. That is awful. Why are your boys so gross? <laughs> it was pretty disgusting. Oh. And that was like just what I heard. Like, oh my know. goodness. Oh no. Oh no. Why do I remember this? I've got no idea. <laughs> I mean, I would probably remember that if that happened. I remember a boy pooping himself. In year three, I mean, that's primary school still, but he was wearing a mustard jumpsuit, like a jogging suit. So he mustn't have been like, it must have been a non-uniform day. And he was sat at his desk and everyone could smell it. And everyone kept like going out of the room to pee and stuff. And he just never left the room. And our teacher was Mrs. Jolly. And I remember everyone was complaining and she had like a 
she shouted she was like if anyone else complains about the smell because obviously she knew it happened she must she have sat in it, yeah. and everyone kept walking past him and going she was like oh, no it's you it's you it's you it's you like and he was obviously really embarrassed it's just what tragic for for the kid that it happens to yeah. you because all of the other kids remember that for the rest Forever. of the school so and that wasn't that even that there. bad like that wasn't like diarrhea slinging everywhere yeah like that happened and then I remember in year five there was a girl that peed herself during an exam because she didn't want to ask to get up and go out during the exam. Yeah. And I remember I just sat with her head in her hands. She took her feet up onto a chair and she just peed everywhere and she was crying. Tonight Mum was eating a limited edition Mars bar and they were not very nice. And I told Philip behind Mum's back that they weren't very nice. When she started eating it, I laughed and she said why and I told her. She said, I buy myself a treat and you just laugh in my face, which makes me want to cry. This is an awful day. It's just that type of thing that makes me cry all the way it said. You are a horrible child. Also, I feel like your mum's been a little bit melodramatic, crying over the fact you said that you didn't like your chocolate bar. For me, that would be a win. If I got a chocolate bar that you personally didn't like, it means I could leave it in the house for as long as I wanted and it would still be there mm-hmm. when I wanted to eat it. Yeah. It's been my entire mission in life to try and find some chocolate or sweet that you don't like, that you won't eat. It's got to be something fairly bland. Because if it tastes remotely good, it's just going to be gone. <laughs> it will, even if you don't want anything. Just, it's like it's drilling a hole in the back of your head. You know it's in the fridge and you just can't ignore it. It's better when I don't know that things are there. Like if it's hidden at the back of the cupboard. Yeah. Well, this so is if, what I if I don't do. see it, if I don't see it, and I know you know, I'm not going to be thinking of it, and there, you know, I won't go looking for it. No. So the perfect example is obviously the Easter bilby. So we've both been given an Easter bilby at Easter. Mark ate his immediately, as he does, and I like to eat chocolate when I feel like eating chocolate, not just because it's there. So I waited a week or two after Easter, and when I went to get my Easter bilby, it had gone, and I said to Mark. Have you seen my stability? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I ate it. But but I didn't eat it all in one go. I saved some for you. But then you didn't eat it fast enough, so I went back. But I saved some for you again. But then you didn't eat it fast enough, so I, I, I finished it. So you <laughs> ate it in four servings. And you didn't think to tell me, look, Jess, I've had a craving. I've eaten half of it. If you really want to eat that bilby, you better go and get it now because I'm going to, I can't help myself. Oh, I can still remember that delicious chocolate <laughs> Such a weirdo. bilby. right it's the day after the day after the best day ever my second day back to school and it was absolute hell it all started in the morning when i left my hat on purpose with madam walton took it away until half three which was a bummer since there was loads of snow why would she take away your warm hat in the snow yeah it sounds like a bit of a nasty thing to do nasty that was very measured of you I mean, what do you call people? A trifling bitch. (laughs) Isn't that one of your favourite things to call people? Next was probably the worst. In science class, Mrs. Robson was saying the people whose books had been handed in. And when she said my name, she said Mark Gibson, which wasn't my name. So I said, it's not Mark Gibson, it's Mark Jackson. And then she shouted at me really loud and accused me of correcting her. God, what a cow she is. She's so stupid, so silly sometimes. But just because I said my name doesn't mean she has to take... A Fiji on me. <laughs> What's a Fiji? Like a bitch fit. <laughs> bitch fit. Today I had a gala at Felling and I got a speeding ticket. How do you get a speeding ticket? 
in the galas, if you went too fast in certain meets, you would get a speeding ticket. So you didn't get into the um, like medals, but you would get uh, that ticket to be able to go to a faster gala. Oh, okay. All right. So it was good and bad. So, yeah. I also got a bronze medal and a sixth place medal. The bronze was for the 100 metre back. That was a surprise. The sixth was for my 100 metre breaststroke. And that's weird since it's my worst stroke. The medals I got today are the first in years. <laughs> today was yet another unsatisfying Monday. It was spoilt first by Mrs. Robson telling off the whole eighth year for the standard of behaviour. Then she said a chat was to be made. If you were daft in class, you would get a cross beside your name. PE was quite good, but it was too short. In PE, we got the wall apparatus for the first time in I don't know how many years. But all I know is that it was really thick with dust. Gross. Geography was rubbish because Mr. Willis took us as normal since the disappearance of Mr. Dodd. And he's always rubbish. And he will always be rubbish. Laura said he, Lindy and Sabba were going to send a Valentine's card to someone. She didn't say unless I would say who I was going to send mine to first. I'm not sure who that is, but I'd like to send one to Laura, but I'll never have the guts. I'd only be laughed at anyway. Oh, you did mention Laura once in the last book. I did. Kate was your number one, but Laura was mentioned. So this sounds promising if Laura's saying that she's going to send one, but she wants to know. Probably checking if I was going to send one back. Yeah, exactly. You're just too down on yourself. It was paper day, but I didn't get any papers done, which is a pain because I need an extra 10p that I used to buy some crisps. <laughs> <laughs> it was my bus money that I used. Are we surprised? Uh, I used to do this all the time. At the start of the week, the bus money would be in a little pot uh, and I would, uh, yeah, overspend intentionally to and buy even, sweets and crisps. I remember when we were dating, so we were in the UK, so we'll have been dating less than a year. We'd gone on a night out with your mate Ben that came down from Newcastle and I'd said to you, here's 40 quid for the taxi. Don't spend it because that's our taxi money to get home and I'll get the drinks for the rest of the night because you had no money. So I was paying for the whole night and then the end of the night comes and I'm like, right, you've got the money for the taxi. We're like, oh no, I spent it on beer. And I'm like, well, how the frig are we supposed to get home then? How did we get home? Did Ben pay for it? No, Ben didn't pay for it. I had to call my mother at two o'clock in the morning and ask her to put oh, 20 quid in my no. bank. Yes. Fuck. That was the you, night man. you dropped like your mobile phone. You either left it in a taxi or you dropped it down a grid. I feel like that's karma for spending the taxi money on drinks. Oh, nightmare. I've lost so many phones over the years and it's always through stupid circumstances like that. Uh, there's a picture of a super luxury loo that costs $100,000. How rich would you have to be to spend that much money on a toilet? Like, you'd have to be a billionaire. How much does it cost? $100,000. That's not $100 million, is it? Yeah. Well, that's even more ridiculous. Or collect 5 million tokens from Cocoa Pops, two per pack, and send 99 million... $999,999 and postage packaging before tonight and you'll get a free super luxury loo. Sounds like a terrible deal. Bargain. Today was Grandpa's birthday. I made him a pop-out piano card. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, he's 70. It's a good age to get to. I'm saying this because I'm worried he won't last much longer. He's <laughs> <laughs> got no, like, grasp of age. No. Today was possibly the worst day of my life. Yes. 
this is the juice that we want. How Okay, so how severe are we thinking on like a scale of 1 to 10? Well, I know how severe it is because I know what's going to happen. Okay, I'm going to guess it's going to be like in real life scenario, it's going to be like a 4 out of 10. And you think it's 10. Okay, various other things happen through the day, but I'll just skip to the worst part. It was in geography when the stupid thing I did happened. Mr. Willis sat on my desk. Look at third of Jan for a picture. <laughs> You're going back to those cartoons that you've drawn over everyone. With his bad breath. Yeah. And I flicked a tiny bit of ink in his bum. On his bum? No, it says in. <laughs> so I'm assuming Mr. Willis hasn't sat naked, butt eagle spread <laughs> across your desk flick to me, allow you flick me with some ink, to boy. flick some ink into his butthole. We're just going to assume it was on his bum. <laughs> practically unnoticeable but lee said more more but i didn't and then he was going to flick some ink but i stopped him and i did it again i do not know what got into me then surprisingly mickey told on me and then mr willis was furious and he said the whole class would stay in if the person who did it didn't own up i was pressurized into owning up at the end of the lesson i apologized at the end of the lesson and i said that he could use my pen rubber to get it off. And he said no. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to use a pen rubber? I mean, it's very kind of you. And obviously you thought that would fix things. But as adults, we know that a pen rubber would not get ink off a shirt or trousers. Did you used to use the ink fountain pens at school? Yeah, and the pen rubbers were awful. Yeah, yeah, they used to work sometimes. Never. On, on paper they would, but I don't have Awful. Phones. Anyway. I thought, stingy bugger to myself he said he was going to take me to mr shell and from that minute on i knew i was in for it on the way he told mr watson and i got additional telling off from him <laughs> you can just imagine you walking down the corridor and every time you went to teacher you'll never guess what mark did look at my bum look at my bum the walk of shame exactly <laughs> walking to mr shell's office was like a trip to hell when we got in there mr shell's office he said i was a disgrace on my family <gasps> that is like, you can't say that to a kid. No, this guy was a piece of shit. Clearly. To, like, let's be real now. You flick some ink on someone's clothes. Like, it's not like you took a knife into school or you, you know, sexually harassed somebody or something like that. You flick some ink and he said you're a disgrace to your family. I don't like this man. I had to apologise to Mr Willis yet again. And by then I could barely speak and I nearly started crying. Thank goodness I didn't. When I went back to the classroom, Madame Walton asked why I was late because the bell for home time had gone several minutes ago. I told her exactly why and I got into trouble off her as well. And she said, I'm in trouble with Mr. Willis. I'm in trouble with her. I cried over the phone that night when mum called and I said I would speak about it later. Like, that's a pretty severe telling off. Severe for... telling off. But do you know, I don't know if I've written it in this diary, but they tried to say it was assault. Get out. They did, yeah. And they were going to try and suspend me for uh, a month for flicking ink on a teacher's bum. You have done so much worse in this. Just in this diary. We're only on the 5th of February. And you've done so much worse. Yeah. Then for, oh, my God. People are so dramatic. Today was no better. I had to go to Mr. Shell after assembly so him, Mrs. Robson and me could have a talk. And said I was charged with assault. There we go. For flicking ink at Mr. Willis. What a load of bullshit but i think you mean bullshit i've never heard such tripe <laughs> it's 
so dramatic. For the rest of the day, I had to work in a separate classroom to the rest of class. When I got home, mum was sad and angry because she found out that I had been suspended for one day. It could have been 15 days, but mum argued with them. Jeez. This is like the worst day of your life. When I said it was a four, this, for a 15 year old, this is pretty high up there. 14. I can't believe this yeah. suspended you for flicking ink. Like, I could get, like, a suitable punishment would be to get you to pay, you know, to get his suit dry cleaned or, or yeah. you know, you know, you have to kind of work to pay for it. So you have to scrape the chewing gum off the bottom of the desk or so, you know what I mean? Something like that. They were just like trying to try and, and charge you for assault. Make an example of when me. You hadn't yeah. touched, but you hadn't touched him. Yeah. In the morning since I was suspended, I had to clean up and I wasn't allowed any TV or Mega Drive and I had to write a letter to Mr. Willis. What a boring morning. I wish we could see the letter. In the afternoon, I had to go to Granny's after a pizza and waffle lunch, which was delicious. At Granny's, I was drawing to start with, but after that, Grandpa asked me if I would like to go with him to North Shield so he could get a special book. We went to West Jesmond to get the Metro. And when we got there, Grandpa gave his car keys to an old man who owns a wine merchant shop. Excuse me. <laughs> Is there some kind of code for... I mean, you put car keys in a bowl for... <laughs> swingers like why is your grandpa giving his car keys to a man that owns a wine shop uh yeah I'm curious. Like, it may tell us i don't think it will from west jessamine we went to monument and got another train to north shields and north shields we saw a shop with model cars in it and there was two i hadn't seen before grandpa and i talked loads that's nice when we got back on the metro we were quite close to the front and it was good when we got back to the car we had to get the keys from the man who owns a wine shop why would he leave his keys there? I'm really confused by that. I mean, I know that he used to like a drink, so maybe it was like, you be the judge, can I drive? Yeah, but yeah, but surely he, like, if he had that much kind of perception about him to give his keys to someone mm-hmm. every time he got the training, like, why would he just not? Maybe the guy was going to use his car. Yeah, but he's like, he's, he's, the, the shop is open. I'm just, I'm like really perplexed by this. What's going on there? Why is like he... why so he gets off the train so we went to West Jesmond to get the metro and when we got there grandpa gave his car keys to an old man who owns a wine merchant shop why would you get off the metro and give your keys to someone like it's does not a valet gonna, does he think he's going to lose his keys is the guy going to use his car but, no but the, the car is back because you got the train and the metro to West uh, Jesmond yeah, yeah. so the car is way back way back when Maybe he's just worried about getting mugged or something. I don't know. There's not really anything else to read from there. No. Just this, bit, bit I mean, random. your grandpa's died now, so this is going to remain a mystery. Mystery. For all time. Mm. I would like to hear other people's thoughts on this. Yeah. So Michelle's birthday was today. She got heaps of Pocahontas stuff. She also got quite a bit of jewellery. Yes, she's certainly growing up fast. <laughs> what kind of 14-year-old says that? <laughs> about its 10-year-old sister? so weird <laughs> in the morning gra- oh I got her some Mickey Mouse bubble bath yes we know in the morning granny and grandpa came to view all Michelle's new junk that is like pretty like cagey of you to call her stuff junk when you also <laughs> collect crap constantly. It's, yeah, it's girl stuff I'm not mm. interested Today I tried to keep my nose clean but in the morning I remembered I pee but I forgot my pee kit oh Mark 
distracted from all the other stuff. I tried stuff to ring mum so she could bring it, but she was taking Michelle to school. Your mum would have been well pissed off. In English, it was great fun because we had to write a bully poem, and mine was full already. <laughs> of course, it was full because she hated everyone. But I hate it when Mrs. McDonald bled us on and keeps us from writing our ideas straight down. At the bus stop, I got some vital information from Raymond involved in what happened this week. Why have you not told us this vital information? If I not said anything. No, I'm very upset. Maybe it's a teaser. What's the next day? So this week was awful, but we got no information. We got some vital information off Raymond. Which yeah, we but don't we didn't know. find it out. And then we may never know. We may never know. And then Grandpa with his mysterious. Wine merchant, key handler man, mm. where the car's not anywhere near, where he's handing the keys over. Yeah, that is a curious, curious thing. Thank you for listening to this episode of Badly Written Boy. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the like and subscribe button.